You're listening to Life and Leadership, A Conscious Journey, the podcast that shares wisdom and strength. Join your host, Dr. Michelle St. Jane's weekly conversation on how to have a positive impact for people, planet, and the wider world. If you want to live a life of intention, be proactive with your time, and bring your vision for the future to life one today at a time, you are in the right place at the right time. Let's get started. Lani Piriri, a mother, a grandmother, a sophrologist and cognitive behavior coach, joins me in this episode. Lani is a sophrologist. She aims to help people reach a sophonic state of consciousness. This is an illumination from inside where people realize empowerment and responsibility for their own emotions, actions, and general well-being. It's in this space you become liberated, a creator of your life, making conscious choices, enjoying happiness, well-being through a consistent practice of sophrology. So Lani is combining these methods to help clients develop healthy relationships with themselves and others. Her company, Sofro Solace, specializes in helping groups and individuals set objectives, behaviors, and accomplish goals. I believe health is my first wealth and my approach is holistic and calls me into relationship with myself on every level. Sophrology, in my experience, aims to develop holistic harmony of all the elements that are made up of me. This nicely dovetails and combines my practices of prayer, contemplation, meditation and yoga. Sophrology is a combination of Western science and Eastern philosophy. It gives me with a basic knowledge of my human structure, imagine with clarity of mind, the possibilities are endless. Lani is passionate about empowering the individual and helping her to transform cognitive thought processes. Authentic awareness creates conscious living and it's important for your daily life. Let's be empowered through authentic awareness, curiosity and contemplation. Lani, welcome. Can you tell us about your journey and how you became into sophrology and chose to be certified? Yeah, sure. I'd actually been researching a lot of different holistic and alternative health strategies for more than 20 years. I spent a lot of time doing that. But I stumbled across sophrology quite by accident when I learned the tools and techniques that were included in the Western and Eastern philosophies, which is what sophrology includes. I knew that it was for me, and I was kind of in a stuck-in-the-mud sort of place with my life. But sophrology cleared the clutter and it opened my mind to new opportunities, and it's just been life-changing for me, and it's made me feel happier and healthier and more balanced in my daily existence. And when you experience something like that that's so incredible, you just feel like you have to share it. You have this overwhelming desire to share it with other people. So that's how I came into it. My certification took a couple of years. I did it online because, of course, of the climate situation that we've been in. was meant to go to Switzerland to do some of the training, but I stayed in New Zealand and we did it all online. So that's how I certified. So I'm just in a really happy place now. <laughs> Thank goodness for godlike technology and the avenues open for amazing health strategies like this. And I'm very taken with the holistic nature. And I have experienced training with you for eight weeks. 
And I love it. I so appreciate the growth and the opportunity to expand my knowledge and also to pivot into a more kinder space for the stage I'm at. What I have, I'm looking to complement it, to go more holistically. Exactly. That's what it does. It basically just creates that clarity so that you can, you still have what you have. You're just able to manage it in a better way. Absolutely. From confusion to clarity is exactly right. I've been doing yoga. I was around 17 and I was struggling with the positions and things like that. And then I don't know about you, but secret confession, I have to talk myself into meditating. Prayer and contemplation, not so much, but sitting still and calming my mind. Thank goodness for things like heart math and now sophrology, because as you rightly pointed out, moving from that confused state, stress state to clarity is so, so beneficial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what makes sophrology so unique. You mentioned the positions and you mentioned sitting still. That's not what we do in sophrology. We have meditative strategies that are called dynamic relaxation exercises, and they're dynamic because they include balanced breathing, gentle movement, and creative visioning. And so when most people think about meditation, they imagine that they're sitting cross-legged on the floor with their palms on their knees in a still position for the period of time that they choose to meditate. But that's not how we do that in sophrology, luckily. We practice meditation, standing, sitting, walking, lying down. Your eyes are usually closed, but sometimes you can open them. And we do this because the more you practice in positions that you use in daily living, the easier it becomes to access peace of mind in daily living. So sophrology actually combines all of those Western and Eastern philosophies and allows us to connect with the anatomy and physiology of the body so that we have a scientific understanding of the body. We know what we're doing when we're doing those movements and we're not stuck and sitting in one position for the entire time. Absolutely. That has been a huge blessing and being able to continually be moving my body since I got an hour ring. It was able to show me that I move a heck of a lot more than I realized, but I'm more active in certain parts of the day than others because it's what I need to do. But I was getting a bit judgy, (laughs) thinking, I'm a couch potato. I never move. And when I started tracking, I was like, oh my gosh, I actually move quite a bit, but it's more centered in certain parts of the day that are more suited to my biorhythms and my needs at this point, which will evolve. I'd never heard the word sophrology. I would love to know what sophrology means and also perhaps a brief history and where it originated from. Yeah, sure. So, well, sophrology is, so sophro is the root word. It means conscious harmony. And so sophrology is actually the conscious harmony of the structure of human existence, which includes mind, body, spirit, breath, and consciousness. So as a sophrologist, I study humans, the mind, body, spirit, breath, and consciousness to identify human experience and behavior. So um, working with you, we work at a holistic level because you are more than just a physical body. You are a massive structure of existence. So sophrology was actually developed as a treatment by a man named Alfonso Quesado in the early 1960s. And Professor Quesado was a neuropsychiatrist. He was treating patients in Spain after the Civil War with pharmaceuticals and electric shock treatment, with, which obviously wasn't helpful and working very well. And so he went searching for something that aligned with the more natural structures of the body. He started speaking with his colleagues in the medical field, and he went traveling across Asia with his wife, who was a yoga instructor. And combining the Western scientific research and the Eastern strategies of yoga, Zen, and Buddhism that he discovered, 
Professor Quesado came up and he formed the holistic treatment, which he called sephrology based on the Greek terminology. So that's basically where it comes from. It's practiced in mainly, well, it started growing across continental Europe and mainly in France and Switzerland. In fact, it's used by the Swiss Olympic team and many Swiss hospitals to prepare patients for surgery and other procedures that are covered by the Swiss health insurance system. It's something very strong and going in mainly in continental Europe, starting to grow in the UK, and it's slowly making its way across the world in English because it was mostly taught in French when it first originated. I did not know what it was, but I had that aha moment, that intuition, that quiet voice saying, please do this. contributed to an an evolution or transformation that is more kindly suited to what I need at this age and stage. You're talking about Olympians, Olympians, (laughs) people facing (laughs) surgery. I mean, who else can this benefit? Well, basically, it's an all-ages strategy because obviously we all have a human structure. It benefits everyone. My specific focus is on a 50-plus demographic because I sort of feel like I want to work with people that I can use my life experience with and share in some of the things that I've experienced as I've come through my life and then worked with sophrology and where I've come to now. And so I now in my 60th spin around the globe and I want to help people discover who they've become as they've lived through careers and family and decades of experience. I also want to work with people who are my seniors. I love engaging with them and helping them to enjoy living to the very last breath. I think that that's vital and important to have purpose and meaning for every day that you wake up in this world. So that's where my focus is. But honestly, it's an all ages all needs for sport, for careers, for school, for medical fields, just everywhere. It's because we all have that human structure and that human existence, sophrology is for everyone. That's wonderful. I really appreciate that. I have shared, I've been doing yoga since I was 17, and I remain to this day, decades later, a beginner yogi. I have never gotten to the headstands and the intricate, gotten close to lotus. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed that level so much. I did not buy into being driven to exceed and grow my knowledge. And I probably could have, but I chose not to. I mean, I've mentioned yoga, meditation. I've shared that I can see. I really appreciate with sophrology being able to build my meditations in there, my contemplations in there. I've been able to build prayer in as well through your teaching. And that's hugely powerful because doing all those things separately, this has given me a holistic avenue into combining them into a session. So I've heard you say gratitude is the parent of all virtues. What do you consider the most overrated virtue? anything is overrated. I think we talk about love and we talk about it in so many different facets. And with Valentine's Day, for example, we look at Valentine's Day as this romantic holiday and that we're meant to do things for that significant other. And then some of us don't have a significant other. For me, I think that a lot of people say it's all about love. Love, I think, is a little bit misunderstood. I think what we need to have a look at is compassion and the essence of compassion. 
because when you look at compassion and the essence of compassion, you recognize that is the essence that connects us. So I become connected to you through love, but it's the essence that's in the universe. It is within and is without. So what is within is also without. And so for me, I would have to say love is not overrated, but misunderstood and used in contexts that maybe aren't as deep and connecting as what we need to be focused on. That's really interesting. Valentine's and Christmas are two annual events that I do not like. I do not like this focus on materialism and I do not like this focus on I have to be involved to be visible. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, with the love languages, I have come to realize that for me, love is a verb. It's something you do. It's not necessarily about the gifts. It's the doing, as opposed to the empty platitudes or the saying, or just because it's Valentine's Day, you get all into the love square. (laughs) Right, exactly. I come from a space of raising children. And for Valentine's Day, for us, it was more about just sharing the love. So heart sandwiches and (laughs) notes in lunchboxes and also doing like making cookies for the neighbors and just doing things like that. It's all about the essence of it and what connects us and what brings joy and happiness to each other, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So could you tell my global audience about the services that you offer? Like if they were saying, hmm, I might like to check out. So you're the only person I know. So in terms of services, how do you frame what you offer? Well, I offer one-to-one coaching and counseling sessions. I also offer group sessions for families, corporate business, caregivers and health and wellness, for schools, et cetera. Basically, I'll customize a course for any group that has a specific initiative that they'd like to accomplish. The thing with sophrology is that it's just about your structure of existence. So it's your body. We don't extend anything outside. We don't go looking for anything external. So there's no special clothing. There's no mat. There's no fragrances. There's no external objects. So I'm able to work with people online all over the world. And then also face-to-face here in New Zealand within my the circumference of my location. But yes, doing the, the one-to-one sessions are actually really beneficial. So my first session with any person that I work with is to do a discovery and exploration. And we go through all the questions and all the domains of life to discover where you're at and where you want to get to. And then we work on understanding what your values are, what those core structures are within you, those things that, you know, move and motivate you through life and the reasons why you do the things that you do. When we make decisions created on value-based living, then we're able to more fully engage with our goals and our objectives and just the whole passion of daily living. So that's kind of where I'm at as far as the things that I offer and kind of how we go about doing what we do. Absolutely. Being values led myself, that was an inside benefit of embedding my values, exploring my values, updating and engaging with my values through this holistic method. My biggest takeaway was reconnecting my mind and my body. In my mind, I'm a AAA workaholic. If I let it get go off on its own rampant mm-hmm. projects, very happily will work until I'm beyond exhausted and my body's screaming at me. But with psychology, yeah. I've had the opportunity to align and be awake and have them both engage. And I like the mm-hmm. fact that sophrology is practice, sitting down, standing up, all the things that you do in your day-to-day living. You're not in one place, static, you're in motion. So I get to experience the calmness, the serenity in yeah. ways where my heart and my body and my mind are aligned. That has mm-hmm. been so beneficial. 
Yeah, so during the meditation, we actually talk about taking an integration pause. And so taking that integration pause is actually integrating what we're doing within the session. So our meditations start off with a balanced breathing and a body scan and then coming into attention release. And then we stop and we pause for about 15 seconds and we integrate the physical sensation of that. By doing that repeatedly, we do that with every session, that's how we start them. And we do that repeatedly and we come into a realization of how our body feels when it's stressed and how our body feels when it's relaxed. And because we're doing that in positions that we find ourselves in daily, we actually start to train our brain to recognize when we're stressed and when we're calm. In my experience, I can be in the kitchen preparing dinner or just doing something in my regular life and all of a sudden I notice my shoulders are tensed or my jaw is tensed or when you're like trying to open a jar or do something and you're like all tensed up and you recognize I don't need to be this tensed when I'm opening this jar. I can just release my mouth and calm down, we actually start to develop a relationship with the body where now the body is speaking to us and saying, hey, calm down. You don't need to be tightening your jaw when you're trying to open a jar. So we hear that because of the integration pauses that we do in the meditation and the continuation of that, the consistent practice of sophrology allows us to build those neuropathways in the brain so that that kind of information and those kind of messages can be accessed anytime, anywhere, all throughout the day. There has been a deep blessing and outcome of learning this practice and expanding my knowledge and proficiency with you. Mm. Salani, what is the most surprising thing for you that's come about that you didn't see coming because you moved into the area of sophrology? So what I didn't see coming was the subtleness of it. It was quite immediate. So my six weeks into my sophrology talking about integration pause. So when we're doing the integration pause, we're sitting in the integration position. And that's basically sitting upright in a chair with your hands placed on your thighs. And this is a position that we sit in. Six weeks into sophrology, I was frantically rushing off to do something and I needed to put petrol in the car and didn't have time for that, but had to do it anyway. And so I jumped into the car after doing so. I was with my partner and I sat down in the passenger seat and off we went down the road. And all of a sudden I realized, why am I so calm? And I realized I was sitting in the integration position that I had trained my body to be calm in the integration position. So it's just the subtlety of it. And that's what I've noticed as I've come along. And now to be where I'm at today as a sophrologist, and I'm continually studying and working with people, I've just noticed how clear and calm I am with every situation and how easily I'm able to deal with life as it comes and goes. And it's not that anything changed and I still have daily challenges and I still have aches and pains in my body, but it's all in how I'm dealing with it now. It's just so calm and peaceful and settling. And actually, because I have a relationship now with my body so that when my body is feeling pain or discomfort, I can actually talk to that spot in my body and be like, it's okay, we're going to work through this together. And what do you need? And what do I need? And how can we do this? And so having a relationship with the cells and the structure of my existence, being able to find peace and clarity of mind and manage my life better, and then the subtlety of all of it. 
it's just incredible how it just so subtly just works for you. And I was speaking with a client yesterday and I've been working with her for 10 weeks now. And she was at a place where she had no interaction with one of her children. And that was really important for her to have a goal to have a relationship with her child, with her daughter. And she mentioned to me yesterday that she is walking every day. She goes out and walks. And I said, that's wonderful. Are you walking by yourself? Are you going with someone? And she said, I'm walking. She big smile on her face. I'm walking with my daughter. Every day, her and her daughter are now going walking. And this came from three years of no contact whatsoever. And 10 weeks later, she's now walking every day with her daughter. And I said, where do you think that comes from? And she said, it comes from this sophrology training. And I can't believe how quickly it's happened for me. She said, it's been life-saving. It's built a relationship with my family. I'm more calm and confident. And I just have strength and hope for the future. And that was just so gratifying to me to know that in a 10-week time period, she's come from that space to this space and where she's at now. Oh, thank you for sharing that. And I think it beautifully encaptures that having this relationship with our head, our body, our spirit, bringing all the parts of ourselves together, we're actually loving ourselves into being and we love ourselves, we can't love another. So it's a wonderful avenue in. And second, yeah. you mentioned the relationship with yourselves. People don't realize our heart, our cells have intelligence and mm-hmm. the body speaks and you've opened up wonderful conversation with me with my body always. I have been endeavoring to discover showed me how to open the door and do that and mm. it's rather joyful and when things are being endured there is a joy in working together as opposed to saying why is this hurting I now say how can we work as opposed exactly. to because I do not make my heart beat the rhythm and what it's going to do I do not make my lungs breathe my lungs mm. decide I am more than this bag of bones, water Mm -hmm. and blood, but it's all working together in harmony and there's Mm -hmm. this separation across time, space and generations that sophrology has helped me bring back together. And for that, I am extremely grateful. Yeah, you mentioned I do not make my heart beat or my lungs breathe. That's true. And speaking of the essence within, it's about identifying what that essence is and being able to label it for yourself. And that's something else as a sophrologist that I'm able to do because everyone comes from a different space in regards to how they identify spirituality. And so I just speak of it as an essence and then you determine what that is and you label it how you choose to label it. So something, someone is making your heart beat, is making your lungs breathe. And those are the things keeping you alive. From the moment of conception until the day that you take your very last breath. And so 24-7, around the clock, nonstop, never continuously being our greatest cheerleader of heart beating, lungs breathing. We're going to get through every single day and we're going to do it together. So what is the essence within you? Identify that and then embrace it. Absolutely. And if you move into the position of the self-witness, you've got your endocrine system, your limbic system. You've got all these things going on that do so with or without you until at last breath. That moves me into such a space of gratitude for being now in a position of learning how to communicate. How do I work in cooperation and collaboration and community that my conditioned ego was like, if I exercise more, eat right, do this. No, it's about being in community and unity and collaboration and cooperation and not thinking I'm the boss of it all. Well, like you say, working in collaboration, 
there's autoimmune things that can happen because of accidents or the environment, the pollutants that are in the air or the foods that we're eating or things that we're doing. But to work in cooperation with the body and do the best you can to help the body to do what it's meant to be doing, because it's going to do it regardless. And so whatever's happening with your body, what it wants, the body, what the body wants to do, the structures that the body wants to do is keep you healthy and keep you comfortable. So we're the ones that are responsible for that by the things that we expose ourselves to outwardly and what we take into the body. And so so we experience life through the five senses, and then that has an effect on the systems and the structure of our systems. Lani, I am so grateful for you being a wise woman in the world and contributing (laughs) on such a level and having been a beneficiary. I am very grateful. Oh, well, I'm grateful for you. I love every journey that I go on. And it's so great because every journey is unique because we're all such unique individuals. And I've enjoyed my journey with you and the things that we've discovered and learned together. I learn something with every client and it's just energizing and catapults me into the next universe, I guess. (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to the gift of the next journey because I'm moving on to the next level with you. This has been such a blessing in my life. I will have all Lani's social channels and contact details and everything you need about Lani will be in the show notes. And we are very blessed to have you out in the world sharing your knowledge, experience and hope. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate the work that you do as well. You are also a blessing to everyone and to me. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Dr. Michelle St. Jane is a conscious steward of meaningful leadership in the world and the wider cosmos. Tune in every Thursday for real talk around life, leadership, and your conscious journey. Be ready to create and cultivate your dreams and soul-hearted desires. Your support is valued. Please subscribe. Leave a review and a rating. But more importantly, share with your connections.